0: Previously, on the Fantastic Worlds Podcast.
1: Your vision pulls back, trying to adjust to the change, and you notice Kokojiak is gone. Your friends are gone, and it's replaced with a tall female figure, long flowing hair in leather armor, moving forward. You start to move out of her way, but she passes through you as if you were a ghost in someone else's dream.
2: And then leans down towards Kokojiak with... A ravenous look on her face and just starts sucking the blood
3: out of it. Buon pose. grabs her shoulders and pulls <laughs> you away. Not quite a rabbit, it is a steward of death. Getting stuff pierced, getting holes. He commands, We need five outfits.
4: Where'd you get those? Who who did who did these two for you?
3: We are so honored with this
0: precious gift. He's like more he's more honored <laughs> with all the jerky than All the magic items they might have shot for—yeah, it's just so beautiful. They should have sent a poet.
2: world's travelers it's your pal jess here and uh just have a few things today for our intro uh thing one we are halfway through our critical hit cookies artwork contest so if you would like to draw a little doodle even if it's not great like we would love to see any art you have of us um, and tag us on, on social media and also tag critical hit cookies, please, when you submit your drawings. Uh, or if you don't want to do on social media, uh, email us at info at fantasticworldspod.com. Uh, next thing, so uh, if you're listening to this on July 15th, then tonight at 6 p.m. PST, we are all going to be doing another Jackbox stream. We've done a couple of these in the past, and they've been so much fun. So we really hope you guys will be there, uh, and uh, you can play some games with us. So that's exciting. And uh, next up, we have a review from Peish. Paish s b d j s k x j x j who said fantastic worlds podcast is a must listen it is rare to find a group with this great chemistry and have just as much talent weaving a story i will definitely continue to listen to this group that is so awesome to hear thank you so much (laughs) I'm not gonna say the rest again um but we we love getting reviews uh we've been really heartened to see reviews rolling in um in in recent months and uh we're so excited to hear more you know critical or otherwise we love to hear from you guys so keep it up and uh finally I just want to say I was editing this episode so um I'm Keenly aware, and as is everyone else, that none of us ever pronounce the word megaloceros correctly. Okay, don't at us. <laughs> we know. Like, I know. We get it. Just, just keep it. Just keep it to yourself. Um, but anyways, I'm, I'm not going to hold you back any longer. So here is episode 79, Creepy by Default. I don't like talking about real things anymore because I realized it doesn't make me feel any better and it just bums me out and, like, makes me annoyed. So every time we start to have a conversation about, like, politics and, like, we all agree with each other at work. So it's not like it's <clears throat> awful because of that. It's more because I we all just, like, depress each other and get each other down. So every time we start doing that, what I've been doing lately is coming up with games. So... One of the games we recently played was Fuck, Mary, Kill, but with food. So, I ju- <laughs> oh, I love this game. Let's play. So, we did burgers, tacos, and oh, what was the third thing? Spaghetti, like any kind of pasta. Mm. Burgers, tacos, pasta. You have to f- choose one that you get one last time, one that you can have forever, and one that you can never have again.
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's Mary, difficult. <laughs> it's difficult, but kill burgers. Mm. and then I'll have one last fling with pasta but I I must marry tacos like
2: yeah I that's almost I kept flip-flopping I was also in the same position but then I'm like I eat so much pasta but I also it's just because there's not good tacos near me unless I make them and like that's more of a production I don't mm-hmm. know man
1: yeah like, I'm I'm with abs like, but the reverse I would I would get rid of tacos, I'd have <gasps> one last thing with pasta and I would eat burgers forever. Uh marrying yeah.
2: burgers. Yep. Ugh.
1: It's a choice. It's mm. a
2: choice. It's the wrong choice. It's, it's the wrong <laughs> choice.
3: <laughs> I would kill burger. hmm I would marry taco. And I'd fuck pasta. Because mm-hmm. clay makes fresh pasta. Oh, oh,
2: that would be and a I really am, hard
4: thing to just have not a, giving a, that up. one last
2: stand with. <laughs> yeah, that's your, it's your last time, though. You get it one more time, and that's it. If with you're taco that, pasta? That yeah, that's. Oh, that's, I thought you were fucking no no pasta. This conversation is weird, but oh. <laughs> so what's the what's oh, the marry
3: one? Uh, is it, it means
2: that's you can have that forever. Okay, oh well, that's totally, uh, okay. Well,
3: okay. I well I choose pasta because yeah. Clay makes well, fresh pasta, and I can't. That makes perfect sense. I cannot give that up.
0: Okay, then, okay, taco, eternal taco forever, obviously, that's the forever food. Um, I don't know, burger and pasta is the same thing for me, so um, I would have flipped a coin for those.
2: What? How is it the same? I mean, I feel like, for me, part of what factors into it is, like, do I make it at home? With burgers, almost right. never. Almost mm-hmm. never, but I make pasta at mm-hmm. home all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And pasta,
4: pasta can come in so many beautiful oh, varieties. Oh, you know of what? I would do the pasta, the fuck pasta and the sauce. You put carbonara. On the pasta. So,
0: okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Thank you for clarifying. Because uh, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. genericish. So, no. well. but you know what? Yes. Now <laughs> pasta for the carbonara mm-hmm. and then oh. uh, burgers, uh, whatever. They're a dime a dozen. It's cute. Yeah.
1: See, definitely. Thing with me with pasta is I've already had the best pasta I possibly can. I spent two weeks in Italy, got to eat all the yeah. pastas. Oh, and man, so good. that's already been done. So not to say and I love pasta, but my body likes to bloat up every time I eat lots of pasta. So I need mm-hmm. to take it off the list for my own. Health. So
4: you are now in eternal pursuit of the perfect burger, since you have already had the perfect pasta?
1: Yes, <laughs> and you said burger, and so it doesn't necessarily be, need to be a hamburger. It can be a turkey burger, it oh, yeah. can be sure. a chicken burger, it can be how, a ve- vegan or vegetarian burger if I want it. So, um, I still
2: just never, I never really eat burgers. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, I do, I like, but it's so much rarer for me to yeah. crave that or yeah, to, like, same. go out and seek it out. Like, I eat so much chicken. If it was chicken nuggets, then we'd the oh, yes. chicken I have no, nuggets. <laughs> oh, what do I do? Like, I'm in a cold sweat.
0: <laughs> burgers are just generic. It's not that I had bad ones, but I've never had a burger that's like, oh, my God. That was fucking you. orgasm. Yeah. This is the best burger on the planet. It's just, they're good. I've had burgers where I'm like, oh, this is delicious, but nothing, none of them ever
1: wow me. Yeah. But see, yeah. see, the three things you listed are like three of my ant foods, not necessarily my, like, if it was pizza, chicken nuggets, and macaroni and cheese, that would be Ooh. a hard choice. Okay, let's
4: do that. Okay, pizza, chicken, nuggets,
1: mac and cheese. Oh, I don't even know.
3: Pizza, chicken, nuggets, (laughs) mac and uh, cheese. Okay, I'd kill them all.
4: (laughs) Logan? Really? Hot take, really? I can't
3: eat pizza and mac and cheese, so whatever. Yeah, what if it's vegan? What if it's. Oh,
2: if it's vegan?
3: Then I would keep pizza forever and just have vegan pizzas. Are you vegan, Logan? No, I'm lactose intolerant. Mm
1: -hmm. Ah, okay. Yeah, this is a world where all that stuff is okay. This yeah. Is, yeah.
3: these are just like uh, these are like boring options for me. <laughs>
1: <Ooh.
4: I'm laughs> I more, it's I, where you have to find the substandard I to, vegan alternative flair. <laughs> so I opened
0: up Rayleigh's shopping cart and I'm like, ooh, do all I right. want um, Havarti or do I want smoked gouda? Oh that's geez. a question right there. That's a good question. I better minimize oh, this window. Smoked gouda.
2: What do I get rid of? You After know what, I'm I gonna kill gouda. mac and cheese.
0: Yeah, I, I think would I would, marry would too.
2: Merry chicken nuggets, and uh, I don't know why I would fuck pizza, and I would be very sad about it. <laughs> it would be like that scene where you're like crying. I was you <laughs> <then people laughs>
4: You make love to your last pizza
2: ever. It just
1: made me, th- it made me think of an okay cupid question. It's like, do you sometimes cry after sex? And I'm just like...
4: Yeah, <laughs> why? question. Why is that a question on there? I don't like that.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was like, uh... That does not sound like a good scenario right there. But, uh... But yeah,
2: I guess that is a good ruling out factor because if somebody said yes to that, I'd be like, "Mm, Hard pass. (laughs) 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 I'm worried about you. So I think not. (laughs) What would you kill or fuck Mary Kill? I need to know everybody.
0: (laughs) Mac and cheese.
1: I would have to kill mac and cheese. I love mac and cheese, but. Oh God, pizza and chicken nuggets! It. I don't know. Can I have a poly a relationship with pizza and chicken nuggets? No, I don't know.
4: <laughs> no. This much. is this is very easy for me. Go. I'm so not to not to hate on chicken nuggets or anything. I do love them, but they would. I don't. I don't crave them enough to care if they disappear forever. So, I agree with
3: you, Abby. Goodbye
4: to chicken nuggets. Um, I would have just like Jess one last very um sad. But meaningful, like full of emotion. Very poignant, tryst with pizza.
2: Some jewel playing in the And back.
4: then I would eat mac and cheese just <laughs> somewhat. Some jewel,
2: some jewel dreams last
4: so year. Absolutely. Yes, me. some jewel will be playing in the background. And uh, and then uh, and then after that, after I had said goodbye to, you know, the the the, the food that wasn't quite the love of my life, I would happily walk down the aisle towards a big pile of mac and cheese
2: that's wild to me <laughs>
4: <laughs> same
1: over here mac cheese Cheesy noodle, for sure huh? jess and i sh- jess is the only person i've ever sh- met that has shared my love for chicken nuggets yes. and it's been such <laughs> a beautiful thing to have somebody else that understands the beauty that me. is especially a good dino nugget oh <sighs>
0: yeah I- Nah. I, I, I normally those. get nuggets for burger Cute. orders like, of it's uh, McDonald's run, Wendy's. I, I usually will get. Oh,
2: nuggets. Yeah. Did
1: you just did you tell them what I got you for your birthday?
2: Oh my god, I got a package and I was like, what the hell is this? I didn't order anything. And I look in there and there's a gift and I'm like, what's going on? And I open it and it was little <laughs> sauce holders that you can put in <laughs> your car on the vent. Oh on my the god. Vent oh, thing, so it holds what? The st- <laughs>
0: So you can eat while you're driving and dip? That yes, is extremely dangerous. You can dip dangerous. While so you drive?
2: Crazy. I already dip while I drive. I dip uh, while I, I, I drive. I can't the, endorse
0: those. that. That's a very... But, uh, that's <laughs>
1: yeah, see, I, see, Here's the thing. Wow. I, I dip while I drive too, but it's way more dangerous to try to hold the dipping sauce and dip your nugget while you're driving. I'm a opposed- master
2: of it now, though. I yeah, am a master of it. But Jesus, now how had- long
1: are your drives?
2: <laughs> now I can... Ju- oh, I eat fast. Now I can just reach forward and boop right into the sauce. I eat on the way home because I have a shocking commitment to chicken nuggets.
1: I do want to check in because usually when I check in with you all, you're all in a pretty sad state. Like er, things are horrible. Everything's gone wrong. But I feel like the last couple of days, other than fighting some horrible beasts, you've been propped up a lot by centaurs who seem to love you guys. Uh, You seem to be a a centaur celebration. You've had Bards. (laughs) Bard's singing songs about you, and God knows those songs are probably traversing the lands of Iobaria now, and uh, you just kick the ass of a giant Kokojiak. Maybe a Praxis is a little different, because he has some things he's probably processing, but yeah, how are y'all doing?
2: Fantastic. I have cool new piercings. So cool. I'm like decked out. She's looking cool. She looks super cool and badass, and is extremely it's on that high of like being celebrated she's had like the coolest like week of her life ever (laughs) oh my god yeah it's only been a week it's only been a week Yeah, she's like, part of her, the whole thing, she's been preoccupied with lots of stuff. Like she has grandma in her backpack for one thing and she's kind of forgotten about that. (laughs) Like that's been in the back of her mind with how crazy everything else has been. But, you know, that's been very pivotal. And then like, just the fact that Everything has changed so drastically for her, and she herself has changed so drastically. Like, she only discovered when she drank the blood that it could heal her. she It's just something she intuited suddenly about herself, you know? It's not like it it came from somewhere, or it it wasn't like a conscious choice she made, she just suddenly realized, like, oh, hey... This is interesting.
1: <laughs> Would you say that her confidence has gone up too? Because I know at first she you played her very low confidence because she hadn't socialized, but now she's starting to get it, kind of get it.
2: I wouldn't say low confidence. It was more like she actually she was overconfident. If anything, she was running headfirst into battle. I think what she's more now it's it's less that she's more confident and more that she's more assured. Like she's like, this is who exactly I'm. I was already this person and now I'm able to show it and like really feel that this is who I am, you know?
1: Yeah. And Um, I I wouldn't say the confidence so much about battle, but socially confident, I guess would be the word.
2: I I don't know. She had this kind of like childlike wonder going towards people and, and not much has changed in that regard. Like she's very, she's happy to, to talk with people, however she likes, Um, you know, I don't know. I don't I don't I wouldn't say socially she's much more confident. She's just like I said, more feels more like herself than she ever has because she's finally having experiences to validate who she already feels she is.
1: What about what about Buon? How's Buon doing there? I would say, I would say he's probably the one that's had the most startling changes in since a, a week ago.
3: Um Buon is feeling a lot more included, I think is a way of putting it. Um, He's been only with Kuneho for, like, a really long time, and Kuneho isn't the most talkative uh, companion. So, like, Buon is slowly, like, relearning that being talkative and socializing and being in a group, they're good things. Um, Because he's been so, he's been so wrapped up in, like, running away from everything that's happened Um, and like giving himself this purpose in life that it's closed himself off from actually making connections with others and he's he's almost like forgetting about those days where he's lost uh, like uh, the four days where he forgot everything that happened to him because he's just experiencing so many new interactions so quickly and like he's such an inquisitive person that all of that is taking his attention away because it's like each new problem he wants to fix and he wants to learn more about. And it's like, I feel like this him forgetting about that amnesia, it's going to bite him in the ass, which is kind of fun. But he, but there's just too many distractions. There's too many things. He's, he's, he's almost like learn, relearning to be a, a person again. He's happy. He's much happier, I think.
1: And he's kind of converted from going from book learning to actual experience. Yes which is kind of a big thing. Uh, What about Pippa? How's Pippa doing?
4: Definitely in a fairly good mood, outside of the fact that they got taken by surprise a couple nights ago, which that wasn't a fun feeling, uh, having let their guard down like that. But on the whole, this is the kind of appreciation she feels like they really should have been due this whole time. Uh, People... (laughs) Telling them how grateful they are and what a good job they've been doing. And, oh, why don't you take this magic item? And <laughs> all of these things that she really feels is they're due for putting their lives on the line so frequently. You know, um, so she's in a pretty good mood about it. They've been they've been feted. They've been appreciated. As you said, songs have been sung. They look great thanks to boo sure she
2: loves that. <laughs> uh, she
4: loves that.
1: And then finally, last but never least, is Abraxas. How is Abraxas doing?
0: He's not a town person in the past. He usually kind of stays away from civilization. This is, even though they haven't been celebrated, this is now more what he's used to traveling with companions is... He doesn't have to worry about getting thrown out of town or even if he gets odd looks, at least he's in odd looks. He's getting odd looks because he's with a group of heroes or, you know, there's other weirdos other than him uh, now. he can kind of hide as a leaf in the forest uh, (laughs) more, uh, more or less. He's been doing a lot of introspection. You know, he had just had that point to talk with Pippa about, you know, we can get this. We got each other's back. We're going to keep an eye on these two weirdos that are hanging around with (laughs) us, although slowly warming up to them. And then they all go to sleep without setting up watch right after that talk. So he was kind of pissed now that they're having another celebration so close to the other one where it hasn't. Uh, speaking for Braxis, that hasn't really hit him as far as, oh, cool, we're getting all these accolades. It's, oh, people, you know, interact. I'm in a party where um, they can interact with people. He is he is becoming more confident. Uh, last episode, he did that kind of humor sort of diffusing coming in from shrinking from his giant form to kind of check in on everyone. It was getting a little tense. Everybody was a little maybe upset, angry. Uh, You know, they had yet another near-death experience where now he's been... I feel like he's been fighting since they've taken this quest to kind of stop these evil witches. And the battle's kind of seeming part of his normal routine now, but also the downtime. It was easy to ignore... What's his name? Kodiak, the village chief. Um Kerplumpkin. you mean marker or something? Makar. Oh, Makar. Oh. Who no, was, yeah. was the Kervar?
4: Well the the, uh, the first guy who was him. like the Yeah,
0: because I know we don't try to go, hey, you're an NPC, you need to pause while we're talking. But for him, it's easy to do that because these are the people he travels with most of the time and he knows they're gonna handle most of the important dialogue. So it's really easy for him to dismiss NPCs um, in that manner, but no, I, I, he's 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 doing all right. He I in the back of his mind, he wants to explore more of these visions that he's been having since he's been adventuring and finding these links to his past. Um, but no, nah, he's he's doing all right. I guess it's neutral. He's not over like oh heck yeah, we're getting celebrated as heroes. Um, you know, he's he's happy that they have a kind of safe zone to rest in between. Whoa, that was I unpacked a lot there. <laughs>
4: I like that. That was that was, good. I know. I was like shit. That was way better than like like Yeah, we're having songs sung about us and I've got a new vest. It's pretty cool. He does like having the
0: bear fur. You know what Braxis he love mm-hmm. he loves the feel of bear fur against his skin.
2: <laughs> oh yeah he does <laughs> where's <laughs> Michael? Heyo. Hey oh
1: uh, well, Ardija leads the way as you all start moving towards the Diviz, the Vezda marches. Uh, Erdija points that the marches are essentially a large open valley surrounded by steep cliffs on both sides. And you see that they can go for miles. And it's giving you some solitude after having so many days surrounded by all these centaurs. Praxis, you take some solace in knowing that because the land is relatively flat, you can see if a if somebody's coming to attack you okay. at any point.
0: As we're walking, Abraxis is going to open up his little snack pack because he's still he's still grazing. us, you know, even if they finished a huge breakfast, uh, you know, werewolf marches on. Uh, werewolves march on their stomachs. A little a little trivia for everyone. He uh, he matches Andromeda's pace and reaches into his bag and brings out a little. Um, blood pudding a little blood pudding pie thing like handheld one little like a cup pie and he presents it to her like hey hey yeah that's a growing girl, girl you gotta keep your strength up remember that talk we had Eh want to try this out it's a little <laughs> a little blood a little blood pudding or grow hair Gee. on your chest
3: <laughs> that's what everyone wants
2: yeah she smiles at him and accepts it gratefully and is definitely munching it down but you can see that she has kind of an expression on her face as she's eating it that you know something is different about this experience as much as she's like enjoying eating it after she's done she turns and looks at you and you know says does it matter for you when you eat the corpse
0: Uh, Yes, uh, fresher. The fresher the better. Uh, uh, I've noticed that as long as the... uh, I sense or I picture in my mind's eye uh, remnants of life essence still clinging on uh, to the being. Uh, Just wisps, echoes. That seems to suffuse uh, the being and allows me to... Uh, re-knit bone and sinew. Anything... uh, Anything after a few... When it starts to become carrion, the the vultures uh, uh, prefer seems to be the tipping point, but definitely uh, fresher is the better. Do you feel... uh, Do you feel it invigorate you? It's essence.
2: Yeah, Andromeda... Andromeda's eyes light up and she nods and she says, "I I wasn't sure... I don't know how I knew this, but when I drank the blood, I knew that it had to be then. And I think I saw the same essence you're talking about. (sighs) And um, I don't know, I- this may seem strange, but it got me thinking about this, that if I'm ever to die, I'd like for you to use my body. Don't, Don't let it go to waste.
0: He nods. Um, he's got like a little smile. Kind of like a, like a eh, creepy smile, but he... Did, he <laughs> you're probably the only person you can have these conversations with as far as it's natural to him. So he's trying to kind of... That's that like kind of little smile as far as like, Oh, you're creepy, or I eh, <laughs> get to eat you. It's more of a camaraderie. Uh, Andromeda, of course, I'd, uh, definitely want to keep you up on your feet as best I can, but we are indeed in challenging times and our foes may grow in power as we do, and I definitely wouldn't leave you or your carcass uh, to go to waste, uh, be it to feed creatures that need to support their young or to help me get on my feet, but no, uh, the same for me. Should I fall? On our quest, uh, you know, don't let my body go to waste. Like, uh, you know, uh, his two legs, like, burying their corpses, but, uh, <laughs> either take what you can from me or leave me to feed, uh, leave me to be feed the beasts of the wild.
2: You got it. <laughs> and bad. she smiles as well. It's also not a creepy smile. Although a lot of her smiles are creepy. But this <laughs> They're not. deep by default. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this whole conversation would probably be creepy to anyone else, but I think both of us have. I, even though for Andromeda, this is, like, all very new, she's never... It's not like she's ever feasted on a corpse before, other than, you know, in the normal sense that people do, as far as eating meat goes. But, like, she sort of understand. She understands a lot deeper now, Abraxis's whole deal and, like, his ethos around the whole situation so she's very much starting to like tap into that like oh yeah giving it back to nature and all that you know especially with her own like the way she lived a very subsistence-based lifestyle for so long living off the land and everything she's she's very much getting it now it's all coming together (laughs) (laughs) the blood the earth the body the soul (laughs)
0: It's a circle of light. Oh. <laughs> Simba. I mean, Andromeda. You. <laughs> um, you know, he'll take a little, he'll steal a little bite. That must, That's going to be now his new playful thing. Well, he'll he'll take a little bite of it. A, I thought know, you were going to say
2: of me. No, no, a little,
0: of the, oh. the blood pie. <laughs> nom, 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 just a little. <laughs> Let <laughs> me bite your finger off.
2: Just a in the spirit finger.
0: of our new friendship, here, you bite my pinky, I'll bite your pinky. And
2: then I heal myself with your finger blood.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> that is the weirdest kind of little friendship blood pact I'll that you say, could possibly do. That's like and Pippa really vomit.
3: Up blood oath right there. Yeah.
4: Um, they look at each other
1: and barf. They're like, what are they doing back there? Uh,
4: you best help boo and Pippa never see you engaged in such a thing. <laughs>
1: So here's a question: Technically, a could, or uh, if a took damage, he could take <laughs> a bite out of Andromeda and heal it up, and then she could take some blood out of him to heal from the damage he took from the bite.
0: Well, he'd have to slice a part off to eat it because he can't bite people without risk of transmitting
1: oh, leucanthropy yeah. to
0: them.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's true. So it would. So be he'd have wild. to have a weirder of an extra step.
0: He'd bring out his special. Um, Person knife
4: and his
0: dinner fork.
4: <laughs> like, do-do, oh don't mind God. me. A little oh bit of
0: God. refinement I'm here. Sorry.
4: Back, up, back up a little bit. Special person knife? Well,
0: right, isn't <laughs> so there a steak knife, butter knife, fishing knife? but it would be a steak knife. A would play. would that still be appropriate? He's unschooled in yeah. such things. No, I feel oh like you
2: just
3: God. have a cleaver.
2: Oh, a my cleaver. God. Oh, just
4: never, I'm so glad healing. that he's picking up the finer points of etiquette See? and that there is, in fact, a utensil for everything.
2: <laughs> I think we have a really good healing system now. All right, let's charge straight into battle, you and me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: We're just <laughs> eating things
2: bleeding all over
3: the place. God,
2: God <laughs> imagine the corpse feast we have after every battle from now on. It's gonna be oh awful. Oh, God. This is horrible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The last one was in front of a whole damn village. I know.
2: We did not care. We were like, time to eat. (laughs) They're repressing. Yeah, they do this
4: sometimes. Don't mind them anyway. (laughs) That's why they
1: threw the party. It was their way to repress. As long as you're saving it for the evil creatures, I'm fine with it.
2: Yeah. But that is really cute, what we we sidetracked because I thought you bit me, but it is really cute that I feel like we share food now. That's our like little thing.
0: As he's kind of, you know, stealing a little bite of the blood pudding, you know, I've only recently discovered how flame can add certain flavors to food. Here I was eating things raw for years, <laughs> years.
2: I know I'm not really... I never really learned how to cook other than, well, to be honest, I'm realizing rather flavorless soup, but <laughs> oh. <laughs> she used to just dump a bunch of vegetables and water in a pot and make it into like horrible mush. I should have learned how to
0: make this pudding. Whoops. Oh uh, Ooh.
2: Maybe- well, you can experiment. Hmm. All right. Next thing that bleeds is ours. <laughs> She does that laugh that I just did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you all continue to march forth towards Atroja, Uh And I, I'll be honest, it's kind of a boring walk. You know, at least in oh, Erison, you had trees and different things to look at. This is just flat grassland. Occasionally, you hit a muddy patch. So it's kind of like this, your boots sink in. I'm sure Pippa loves that. Uh And you just keep continuing. She does not. Eventually, though, uh, about mid-afternoon, the sun overhead, you see a strange figure heading your direction. At first, it appears the distance, but it seems to be getting closer towards you. And I would assume that this creature probably has seen you at this point. Oh, yeah. It's just, just, he's Mm -hmm. just probably, you know, 300 yards down the way kind of thing.
0: As Abraxas notices this thing on the horizon... Yeah, he's going to put up uh, a hand and absentmindedly signs, um, you know, danger. He's so used to, (laughs) he's used to signing it. So you guys see uh, the party Mm -hmm. sees him do a couple of uh, hand motions and turns around quietly.
4: I. Well, what what does he sign? Because Pippa still gets it.
0: Oh, the sign is uh, uh, halt,
1: danger ahead. Do you folks see it? And remember, Erdija's technically front of the pack too, so she would probably see it at first. And in too. a couple
0: of heartbeats, she'll probably re- remember. Oh, it's just me and Pippa. That, uh, um do you folks see that figure up ahead? It could be friend or foe.
2: <sighs> Andromeda nods and wreathes herself in darkness, and then her wings come sprouting out of her back as she she starts like shifting backwards with her weapon and shield drawn. And she's just kind of waiting for what everybody else thinks we should do.
4: Pippa quietly says, yeah, I see it. What do we... What's the strategy here, Praxis? And she shields herself with mage armor as she's talking.
0: Let's Um, not give it an opportunity to... Let's be mindful of magic. Perhaps we should spread out a bit to not cluster. I know that's worked against us before with... uh, breath weapons uh, let's get some distance get your weapons out be it melee or ranged uh, and be prepared at the slightest deception or hint of aggression to unleash unleash your magics unleash your battle cries uh, unleash your claws and fangs
3: but but I we should we should have some space between us Prudent? thank you uh yes That is most prudent and Buon um, touches his forehead and that aurora light starts to envelop his body as he also casts mage armor on himself.
2: I am 30 feet in the air. I launch up into the air 30 feet. I think Pippa uh, nods at Abraxas
4: after he lays out the strategy and she uh, follows Erdesia into... You know, under under the shade of just like one of the only trees that is actually around.
0: Herdija will head to the tree line and say, "This should be no problem after yesterday's <laughs> exercise. A little stretch will do all of us good."
1: <laughs> As you all are getting into place, you see this this creature moving forward, and I probably want to say about a hundred feet out you start to get a very clear view of what it is. And you see a s- solitary sentinel mounted on a mighty white-furred Iberian Megaloceros, Similar to the one you fought probably about 40 episodes ago now. <laughs> the, this rider sends a chill up your spine as you see a, its skeleton face and icy blue ant- antlers staring down at all of you. It's wielding giant weapons of an armor of ice he draws his sword and he begins to charge at you roll for initiative angel what you get i got an 18 18 and what are you about there andromeda
2: hey guess who rolled another 20 <laughs> yay <laughs> it's 27 total
1: wow okay uh what er- what you get
2: she got a
4: 10 <laughs> like a badass
1: what pippa get
4: uh, Pippa got the also extremely badass number of 12.
1: <laughs> that is a badass number. What about Buon there? Buon got 15. Okay. Andromeda, you are up first.
2: Okay. So I'm going to fly forward about as far as I can, but still keeping somewhat of a distance. I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay. And it's going to appear uh, right next to him, to his left. That's going to be. Oh. That's going to be a 14 to hit.
1: That is a miss.
2: Yeah, so the scythe just appears and flails wildly in his direction, but completely whiffs it.
1: <laughs>
4: because you crit
2: on initiative. Because I crit on initiative, but not on attack rolls.
1: That ends her turn. It is now the creature's turn
4: how exciting
1: I am excited the Megaliosaurus snout spits out cold uh, frost and it charges towards Abraxas to do an overrun bring it
0: I clang my shield and hammer together clank clank
1: saying come at me beast and it's going to hit you with it's two hooves do it uh, I don't think a 13 hits you. No. Does a 26 hit you? No. Its hooves
0: go up, and I just knock them out of my air out of the air with my, <laughs> my shield and push back against it with all my strength.
1: And as as that Ooh. happens, as he kind of moves to the side, the creature on top of him, the skeleton creature, attacks you as well. Does a 29 hit you? No. And that is 8. Which isn't gonna hit you So he, they basically go at you And uh, misses totally They cannot seem to penetrate your armor (laughs) (laughs) And it is Abraxas' turn Looks like the creatures come up right up to you Just for fun Uh, As it's, what weapon is it wielding? Uh, It is weakling gauntlets
0: Oh, it tried to punch me Yeah As it's just flailing against my armor uh, Clang, clang after I laugh, I bring my hammer right up to its face with a mighty, mighty laugh. <laughs> that would be <laughs> wow. a 27. The 27 will hit. Uh, bring my hammer up to its face for 12 points of damage, and as it connects, uh, connects with it, there's kind of uh, how Andromeda has the uh, little snakes that come out. The weapon. Um, blossoms into different vines that go into their skin phantomly with thorns. Mm -hmm. And now that target suffers negative one penalty on attack rolls, skill checks, and saving throws. There's no save.
1: Does Zabraxas do anything else?
0: With that, no, he's going to stand his ground and just stare it down.
1: Buon, you're up.
3: Uh, Buon uh, is holding the cauldron of overwhelming allies, and he takes out this metal rod with um, phalanges coming off the sides, and they get bigger as they extend away from the handle, and he just starts summoning and casting magic into the pot itself. And my turn is over.
1: Uh, Pippa, what are you up to? So
4: I only get three of these per day, so I was thinking about saving it, but I am also way too excited to use it. I got a Rod of Empower spell on our shopping trip. I mean I say I I should say. I should say we because Abraxis and Andromeda can totally use it too. Probably Bulon too actually. Right? Yeah. For I'm sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. All spellcasters can use it. Yeah.
4: All spellcasters can use it. Well, whatever. Well, we can we can share, but I'm going to use it first. And I'm going to use it to empower my scorching ray attack. Can I roll a stealth check to see if this thing noticed me while it was busy charging Abraxis down?
1: I'm gonna say he's so focused on the on Abraxas at this moment that he's not even seeing you. So you don't even have to roll a sneak attack. You just roll for stealth. You just attack.
4: Oh my goodness! I wish I would been using my crossbow. What'd you roll? I just rolled a nineteen. Oh. Well, that's I rolled in. I rolled in that nineteen. So that's actually a twenty-eight to hit.
1: That is a hit. Roll your damage there. And what does the Empower do to your (laughs) spell?
4: This is the exciting part. The 50% more. So... 15, 15 fire damage plus an additional 10 for his sneak attack.
1: Okay, and 50% of 15, another seven. So you do 23 points of fire damage to the creature oh, as it is God. vulnerable Fuck. to fire. Yes. And oh, 10 points. Yes. God. So Dang. a total of 33 points of damage. <sighs> you have definitely God. caught his attention.
4: Pippa brings up, she's got, like, she had her rod, her new rod in her belt, just like she was itching to get to use it. She was really hoping that something would be stupid enough to mess with us on the way there. And lo and behold, <laughs> this, she's feeling, she's got a lot of confidence right now. She's like, we took down a six-legged bear. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> I feel like we got this, guys. So she's got one hand outstretched. She's also feeling fine at her kokajiak for Yes. And uh, the rod and the other, and she just aims them. She, she sort of does like a crossed beam sort of thing with her arms outstretched. Mm-hmm. And just a, that just array ray of pure white hot fire just rushes out of her hand because it's been enhanced awesome. by the rod. And it's just like this gorgeous white hot flame that still has that sort of oil slick sheen that just barrels directly into the back of that strange antlered creature. 33 points of damage, no big deal. So as the fire
1: washes over the skeletal creature, you see it's starting to melt and you see Mm. the the armor melting down and the the ice uh, weapons start to melt. It's still there, but it's just reduced a little bit and the drips fall down onto the floor and almost even though there's kind of a thin layer of snow on the ground when the water hits the ice you hear a uh, as you have done massive amounts damage and with the increased damage as you realize it is vulnerable to fire and takes a total of 33 points of damage does that end Pippa's turn
4: Yes, yes it that does. I'm gonna awesome. need to cool down off that one uh, for that just a second. That was so minute. hot. In uh, ne- uh, 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 now- uh, <laughs> was hot.
1: <laughs> it is now Adija's turn. What oh. does Adija do? She
0: belts out someone get this woman a horned charm. <laughs> 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 and then she unleashes her bow attack. One shot and then a separate shot uh, which are sixteen and twelve respectively.
1: They both fling past him as he moves out of the way.
0: Those were just for show.
1: (laughs) 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 You all have this. Andromeda, you're up. What do you want to do?
2: Andromeda sees that Pippa has just done a massive hit to this creature, and she's a little freaked out, so she goes flying quickly around towards its back so that she has a. She's also trying to get eyes on Pippa, and she holds a hand out. And a purple link seems to creep out of her hand, like a purple just wave of energy comes out of her hand and connects with Pippa and surrounds her. And then they're both sort of have a purplish sheen around them as I have cast shield other. So now, uh, you know, she has Thank some bonuses. You. I have, I'm going to take some of her damage, all that. I am concerned. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> As I am doing that, my spiritual weapon is going to make its attack. Where uh, is attack
1: I attack at the the or at the creature on top of the megalosaurus?
2: Uh, at the creature. Okay. Um, and this time I did a lot better, so I got a twenty-four.
1: Uh, twenty-four will hit. Roll your awesome. damage. Awesome.
2: Okay, so that's nine points of force damage.
1: Ow! At the beginning of its turn, you see some of the frost on the ground be pulled up through the megalosaurus and up into the creature, and some of its bulk that has lost has been re-refortified. Uh, it turns towards Pippa.
3: Yep,
4: that's about right.
1: And it begins a charge. Oh. Hmm. And uh, it does have an opportunity. Praxis does have an opportunity for a attack of opportunity on the megalosaurus. I would say.
0: Uh, he swings his hammer around Molnir style, little whirl, 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 and <laughs> he tries to aim for the guy uh, at the side of his head with a twenty-one.
1: A uh, twenty-one just misses. Uh,
0: he, he probably like uh, just gr- barely grazes the back of its helmet or something. Or it's like shoot.
1: <laughs> so first thing is the elk tries to hit with its core attack, and it rolls a sixteen, which probably does not hit. Uh, no, it does not Okay, hit. and then the creature on top tries to attack with its two gauntlets. I yeah. released
0: my magic to turn its negative one to a negative four, the first one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: It uh, does. The vines that were phantom erupt uh, as it's going to make its punch.
1: Ooh. Okay. Ooh. So he feels like this resistance as he goes to punch down. Mm -hmm. Does a 21 hit you?
2: Remember, you have a plus one deflection bonus right now.
1: Thank
4: God. (laughs) That that, that extra point is the difference between whether or not it hits me or not. So no, it doesn't hit me. If I got the extra I point.
2: I feel like the uh, the combo of him being dragged back by the vines and then also as he goes to punch, his fist just hits a wall of like, woo, like energy. Yeah, just glances Ooh. off, Pippa. Ooh. It's like, it like ripples. Yes. Like I love that. The purple energy just ripples as his fist bounces off of it.
1: However, does a 24 hits? Yes. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it, sir. Okay. That'll hit. <laughs> uh so the gauntlet by itself does not actually do all that much damage however he has a nifty feature called spirited charge which which basically doubles <laughs> the damage of the attack. That
4: does mm. sound nifty. Except for so uh, Pippo why don't you nifty. tell us
0: about a time in your past where you felt so nimble and agile <laughs>
4: regale us with a story we're all yours
2: <laughs> once
4: Upon a young 16-year-old halfling's late teens, mid-teens, whatever 16 is. I don't know ages. <laughs> there was a tavern brawl in Pippa's father's bar. Pyrrho Loxley uh, was busy at the time serving some other tables and thus could not intervene. But uh, Pippa could, that feisty little chickadee got right in the middle of some local farmhands who were duking it out over something. I think they thought one of the, uh, one of the stable boys was cute and they were having a fight over who got to ask him out. Doesn't matter. Uh, but as this fist comes flying towards Pippa's face, she just remembers that moment so vividly from when she was 16. And she does exactly what she did then, which is nimbly rolls to the side nice. she ducks and covers. she stop drops Tumble. Tumble. she stop, stop and drops roll. and rolls okay.
1: <laughs> she <laughs> so hides under a table no again. she hides under a table that would be the great thing yeah she
4: stop drops and rolled under a table <laughs> uh, yeah so this memory was
0: brought to you by a brex's magic time gem <laughs> bringing <laughs> memories
1: to the audience
0: so yeah i turned that into a flippin one you miss
1: Uh, Okay, sucker. Uh, so Mister, so our our skeleton friend is now infuriated that he can't seem to hit the sapling, and now we'll focus all his ire on her. Abraxas, you are up.
0: Abraxas is going to rush up. Uh, he's left himself exposed by um, attacking Pippa. So now that he's in a flanked position, Abraxas is going to charge in, swing mightily. 27 to the to the the writer
1: uh that is a hit roll your damage
0: oh that's 12 points of damage once again
2: clang wow all right slice and dice
1: clang uh and does that end abraxas's turn that ends their turn buon how are you gonna drive my creature crazy with summoned creatures
3: so uh, before I do that, actually, uh, Buon noticed the the thing that happened with the water, like coalescing back through the body of the whatever creature into the man, and he would like to roll a knowledge check. Go for to it. see what the hell is happening with that dude. What Buon kind of knowledge Buon is he going to roll? So I'm going to do knowledge arcana, okay? That's a 13 total.
1: Uh, you know nothing about this creature. He is very scary looking. Mm, that's fine.
3: Okay, so uh, what I'm going to do is uh, Buon is done summoning his creatures and he he takes the metal rod that he's holding and he clangs it against the cauldron of overwhelming allies. And the rod he's using is a uh, rod of giant summoning. And okay. so what happens is he's using a fourth level spell Sorry, he's using a third-level spell sl- slot of the summon creature to mm-hmm. cast to summon a summon monster 2. So I get to uh, roll 1d3, and then the Cold of Overwhelming Allies lets me do an additional 1d3. So I'm just going to okay. roll a 1d6 to see how many of these things I uh, okay. summon. Awesome. I
0: summon- Something's found the perfect home.
3: I summon 3... <laughs> creatures, and they're going to be giants. So uh, Buon is done summoning. He, uh, in the heat of battle, he doesn't notice what's going on with that fearsome creature, but he knows his magic. And um, these fiery red circles appear on all sides of this creature as three giant fire elementals come into existence So they just erupt from the ground in, like, a column of fire, and these, like, serpentine-looking fire creatures just pop out of the ground as uh, they all three slam into the rider themselves.
1: Okay, roll an attack. Okay,
3: so one was a 15 to hit. Miss. Okay, one was a 21 to hit. Miss. One was a I'm nat 20. I'm assuming they're
1: attacking the, the creature, not the Megalosaurus.
3: Yeah, the creature. Um, the last one was a nat 20.
1: Okay, roll to confirm.
3: I don't think I confirmed. I got a nine. Uh,
1: okay, but you did hit, so <laughs> go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. Not as awesome as I
3: Okay, so that's going to be a five points of slam damage, and then you have to make a, I believe it's a constitution saving throw. Sorry, a reflex saving throw to avoid catching on fire.
1: Huh. Uh, what is the reflex of this creature? There it is. Which is plus 13. Oh. You rolled a natural one though, so 14. He still fast.
3: Okay, but now there are three giant cr- summoned creatures just flanking it on them on all sides. So now they can't use their stupid charge attack. Yeah. Oh, and then stupid. Buon's gonna move forward his maximum distance, so what? Three, four, <laughs> five, six. Okay, I'm done.
1: Pippa, it is round two. You're up.
4: Pippa managed to survive being the full focus of this thing's attention, but she knows that a good chunk of that is due to her allies and just sheer dumb luck. Uh, so she's gonna try to' she's gonna try to be a little smarter about this and she's going to burn her quicken spell for the day so just the armband one of the jewels on her armband just flashes red and just like a bright blink before she turns herself invisible and retreats I'm gonna say sort of like farther farther back uh, behind this giant tree and then also sort of behind her and I think that's gonna do it for my turn.
1: Okay, that ends uh, Pippa's turn. Uh, Erdija is up. So, Angel, what do you want Erdija to do?
4: is
0: gonna rear, ready to unleash additional arrows. 17 and
1: 23. Uh, 17 misses the 23 just hits.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Alright. 10 points of damage from their masterwork composite longbow. And she's gonna see what she knows about it. <clears throat> that is a plus, you know, she's from this area. 23 Knowledge Nature. Has she encountered this or her tales of whatever this thing is?
1: I will give you one piece of information, and he, the question was: Has she encountered this creature? And she has not. She has not, but she has heard stories of a fae-like creature that has a skeleton Aww. visions that has wandered these lands. It usually hunts frost giants, but really, it just hunts anything that's in its path. So you just happen to stumble upon its path. Um, Chill. Back back,
0: you fey abomination! She yells out.
4: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
1: Fearless. Okay, and that ends Odisha's turn. We are on the top of round three, and Drummond, what do you want to do?
2: First things first, here comes my scythe. Ooh, okay. 28.
1: So your spiritual weapon got a 28. What is the yeah. damage? 10. Ah, you guys are really getting these 10s. Ten, we're gonna tend it to death.
2: Okay, and then I am going to fly down to its level. Oh, and I'm going to swing at it with my flaming morning star. <laughs> and nice. it's basically more like a flail. Like it kind of has a chain between the main part and the hitting part. The um, I it it's like on fire. Like it lights up as I'm swinging it. And uh, I try to smash it in the face.
1: Okay, roll attack. Smash it. Oh,
2: I got a natural twenty. <gasps> yes, yes. You were uh, due roll. for one. Yes! Confirm. Yes.
1: Roll the confirm.
2: I have been due for one. Oh. <laughs> uh, what's oh, what's my what bonus? Happens? Hold on. I'm sorry, this weapon is new, so I don't know if that's good or not. Uh, it's only a twenty.
1: A twenty will miss. You do not confirm.
2: I uh, well, a hit is a, a hit. Still,
1: we're still doing good. Yeah, still hitting with fire.
2: So the fire damage, I'll give that to you first. The fire damage is one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you do two wow. points of fire damage. Yes. Ow.
2: <laughs> That's still good. That's great. Just a little lick of fire against his face. And then uh, it's 1d8 plus two. So that's gonna be um, five.
1: <laughs> Woo hoo! You <laughs> really did something big. Okay, it is Mr. Darky McDarkface's turn. I want to and- call him.
0: Um, you remember Greece 2? It wasn't <laughs> a great. It wasn't great, but it had some catchy ones. Was that one Cool Rider? Cool. Oh yeah. Rider, right? Because it's all winter.
1: That, that's actually funny because his his name is cold is the Cold Rider. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: We should rename him cold Cool Rider. Rider
3: cool. Cold Rider. All right. F-
4: first Rider. thing that's
1: happened is the Megalosaurus is going to attack Gore, one of the fire elementals in front of them. I'm to the, the one side. who
2: lasted damage. It's cool. I think they well, take damage for attacking. Well, this is the attacking. Megalosaurus.
1: They're also giants. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, does a 22 hit? hit? Yeah. So it takes 13 points of damage Dang. and what type of damage? Uh, just normal damage, but then it takes an additional four points of cold damage.
3: Okay. And then, so now roll a reflex save to see if you're burned.
1: So I rolled a 14.
3: That is a fail. You take okay. 1d8 burn damage. Ow. You take two points of burn damage. So that's four.
1: And then it is the other creature's turn. Uh, and since Andromeda is at level she He is going to gore Andromeda Does a 27 hit you Andromeda?
2: Yeah, absolutely
1: Almost max damage uh, So That is Andromeda took 17 points of normal damage And then And then 5 points of cold damage Okay And that ends his turn He's not going to move because he just self-opened himself up to a billion attacks of opportunity. <laughs> uh, okay, Abraxis, you are up. Hmm. How's he feeling?
0: Feeling great. I'm like untouched. Although you just scratched my armor. I, I just got that enchanted. Now I have to buff that out tonight. <laughs> uh, he's going to do another overhead swing. Come right down. He's going to try to do kind of a, a rib, uh, rib blow if he can do it. And that is a grand total of nine points of damage. Hey, oh. You know what? He's feeling a little ballsy. He's going to move closer to Andromeda, so he's going to move. Or he's going to kind of uh, crunch through the snow and charge forward right by Andromeda, holding his shield on high. He's okay taking the attack of opportunity. He feels invincible.
1: Okay,
2: he's going <laughs> to.
0: Invincible! Gonna-
1: He's he's gonna. uh, So he's gonna take uh, both of them. Will take an attack, a gore attack of opportunity on you. Uh, First off, does a twenty-nine hit you? No.
0: I shrug the. I shrug it away as I keep charging, using my body weight.
1: (laughs) Uh, And then the other one's not even gonna try because he doesn't do as much damage. So, oh well. Let me see if I get a natural twenty.
0: Yeah, always take the roll because all you need is a twenty to hit.
1: That is not a natural twenty. So okay. And what does praxis do? That's it. He just
0: stands there with his hammer up, his shield
1: kind of angled, ready to deflect
0: if anything comes towards Andromeda again.
1: Okay, Buon, it is your turn with your million summon creatures. <laughs> There's only
0: three. Andromeda,
1: <laughs> guess what? Of
0: this thing's fairy,
1: they taste really good.
2: She throws her head back and cackles.
1: <laughs> Except it's a skeleton and it has no meat nor blood. So I'm going
3: to do gonna do a couple things. First of all... um. So you will take 8 points of fire damage.
1: And that's to the Megalosaurus, To the Megalosaurus. Right? And
3: okay. then I would like to do a Knowledge Planes on the creature. So that is going to be a 30 for Knowledge Planes.
1: I will give you two item pieces of information. What would you like to know about this creature?
3: Um, I would like to know any special abilities it has. And then, any res- and then any resistances
1: it actually is immune to cold
3: okay Okay. that's
1: one piece and what was the other question any special abilities it has it has fast healing 5
3: alright so uh, my fire elementals are just going to go boom 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 okay I don't think I hit with
1: any of those those are
3: terrible rolls uh, let's see So that is a 21 to hit, and I'm aiming for the Megalosaurus.
1: A 21 will hit the Megalosaurus. Oh, cool.
3: Okay. Um, I'll just see if they all hit. Uh, A 19? Nope. Then the 15 won't hit. Okay, so one hit. Uh, You take eight slam damage, and then you're already burned, right? Yeah. Okay. Then nothing happens because of that. And then Buon is going to take his turn, and um, he'll yell out about the fast healing. It's it, it, that that ice when it regenerates, it gains more health. And um, as he does that, he's going to uh, like rip out a piece of his magic from his forehead and aim it at the Megalesaurus' feet as he casts create pit. And I need you to oh, roll. Oh yeah! yeah. Reflex, Interesting. Say. Yeah, I boxed him in, so he can't go anywhere.
1: Oh, he can still run. He can still run for it, but
3: I'm trying to beat him. Or oh
1: shit! Or I got a ten reflex save. Okay,
3: you fall into that pit.
1: <laughs> you just yeah, fall. Yeah. pit. He falls okay, into the I'm pit. Okay, I'm gonna see if the creature on top is going to be able to bro- get out of it too. Yeah, that's fine. Um, because I'm assuming he. How deep 30. is the pit, Logan? Damn, thirty.
4: Ten feet Daniel, per level. That's a
1: deep pit. Does a three nineteen get out of the pit? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now we've separated so, them. As the megalia the megalia goes ah, and falls and dies <gasps> as yes. it hits the ground, that's the second creature you have killed by pit. Uh, yes,
2: and another by
1: and another pit. pit. <laughs> and uh, the sort or the creature, basically does this awesome maneuver. You see him stand on the back of the the and flip <laughs> onto the ground uh, right outside the pit. It-
3: it that's makes me dope. think of like all those really good people at Mar at like Super Mario, where they use Yoshi to get an extra jump. <gasps> so they like he like slams Yoshi into the pit, and then he flips over and he's okay. That's so messed up, but it's such a good move. To use. I know, but it, that's how big is the hit? The pit? Uh, it is ten by ten.
1: Pippa, you are up. You have seen the cold rider knocked off his mount, and he's sitting there right in front of you. He can't see you though.
3: Pippa is going to sort of
4: creep forward towards him uh, as quietly as she possibly can and she really enjoyed watching his armor melt onto him earlier that was very satisfying <laughs> also he's been doing a really good job of trying to hit her friends not especially successfully but still best to, best to get this over with as soon as possible so she's going to essentially uh, just use Scorching Ray empowered part 2 she raises her hand uh, once again, prepared to deliver that white-hot flame. Uh, possibly not super successfully. Does a 18 hit?
1: That hits.
4: Perfect. Well, isn't that special and good? And then because I'm a l- invisible,
0: invisible.
4: <laughs> I get my sneak attack die. So fire damage first. That's a lot of fire damage. Yes. How exciting. This is going to be so good. So that's that's 28 points of fire oh damage. Oh my God. What does
1: it look like when you vanquish this foe? Yes. <laughs>
4: oh, is that is that all yeah. I needed? <laughs> yeah, fabulous. Okay, so just as before, just this beam of white hot fire that on the edges of it flickers with an iridescent oil sheen. Just comes roaring, as if from nowhere, <laughs> from underneath the tree, and it just beams straight into the chest of this creature. Oh my god! As Pippa, as, as just like a Klingon warbird, decloaking, <laughs> it just melts. The invisibility just melts off of her, and she becomes visible after unleashing this beam of flame.
0: That's pimp
4: as
1: as the flame hits the creature it's callers in pain and then you see it just melt, down to melt all the armor it was wearing all the uh the sword the weapon it was holding and it just you see a puddle of water a skeleton and a bag and that's it
3: oh i love that leaves a bag behind so thoughtful. <laughs> <The bags. laughs> just leaves a
0: nice, neat bag behind. What a waste!
1: <laughs> um, and then, just as that happens, the pit ends its turns, and uprise is a dead Megalosaurus next to you.
3: Yeah. Mm. And the fire elementals like wink out of existence; they get sucked back into the ground, and a column of fire. They're gone.
2: I'm gonna snack on that Megalosaurus. <laughs> yeah.
4: Waste not want not uh, yeah, Pippa rushes forward out of the tree line and just hovers next to Andromeda goes like, are you are you all right? My heart stopped when I saw him get you with
2: his <laughs> antlers. She's breathing really hard and she's sort of lowering to the ground because she was still hovering um and un— unsho- you know uncloaking. the wings are going away. And you can see that she's definitely bleeding. She has a wound in her side. Um, but she nods and then immediately turns to the Megaloceros and starts sucking its blood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just like Mother's That's Milk. milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Maybe. Oh, I, I take that back. Uh, no, I, that Yum. sounded better in my head. Not like Mother's Milk.
2: Mother's Milk. Mmm, delicious blood. Wow. <laughs>
1: What does Ryisha say there, Abraxis, our angel? She says,
0: Well done, everyone. I'd expect nothing less from the us, stalwart warriors and champions. And gives, um, I don't know who's closest to her, Buana, a hearty slap on the back. <laughs> Buana well like flies forward
3: a bit. Oh, oh, oh.
1: <laughs> and we look great doing it. Yes, we look Uh, fabulous. So the cold rider didn't have much, but what you do find in his bag is a horn of fog and two aquamarines worth about 500 gold gold pieces each. You continue your journey. uh, You head towards the inlet that you were um, traveling towards or that Erdija was traveling guiding you towards you come around the corner as wispy clouds race across the gleaming blue sky overhead but the floor of the crevice lies a shadow the sunlight is blotted out by massive cliffs on either side gray grasses and scraggly trees poke the drifts of the ice and snow weaving their way through black boulders that lie at the base of the towering cliffs it is then that you see it Crudely carved into the face of these cliffs, several miles apart stand three impossible sculptures that each rise over half a mile in height, each carving depicting a naked humanoid woman holding forth a warming hand. The first hand resembles a young maiden with flowing hair. The second depicts a pregnant matron, and the third is a stooped and withered crone. We made it. The Fantastic Worlds oh, wait, Podcast wow. is yeah, a Fantastic Pods production. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you can't get enough and want to join the FWP community, you can do so by joining the conversation on Discord and Reddit, or following us on Twitter and Instagram. You can find links to all of those on our website at fantasticworldspod.com. Want even more of the FWP crew? Considering joining our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash. I am Dustin, your Game Dad Master, and you can find me at Dustin Alexander on Instagram or Twitter.
4: I'm Abby, and you can find
2: me at Bonance
0: Famine. Uh, this is Angel. You can reach me at Espinoza916.
2: This is Jess. You can find me at Hank the Clank.
3: This is Logan. You can find me at Man, Man 8
1: Theme song was composed and played by Amy Hankinson. Thank you, Sirenscape, for use of your sound effects and music. We greatly appreciate everyone who has been giving us reviews on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Stitcher. If you enjoy our show, do us a favor and help spread the words to friends and family you think may enjoy the show as well. Till next time, I hope you have many fantastic Megalioseros adventures.
2: Hey, everyone. (laughs) Klong. Klong. It's Klong. It's Klong.
4: The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Pathfinder Adventure Path Reign of Winter is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2013. All Paizo content in this podcast is used with permission.
3: Buon takes it and just starts like, smoking out some really cool smoke rings just like poof.
2: vape just life like,
3: yeah <laughs> shit. just like think of the douchiest fuck boy and just like, blow out that pop, cotton pop,
2: pop,
3: pop. Yeah. Uh, shit
2: <laughs> oh my god oh Ugh. andromeda yells cotton <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah great